0: podcast, Answer Man, episode number
1: 142.
0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the podcast, Answer Man. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft, and I got a full show you get once again this week. We're going to start off talking about what is a podcast. I'm going to ha- answer a question about my extremely long email signature. I'm going to share with you an interview with a client of mine about how he improved his audio from episode one, episode two. Steve McQueen's going to tell us about some Android. Phone applications for podcasting. And I'm going to wrap it up with a little bit more talk about my boot camp webinar series that I'm doing. This online training series that you still have a little bit of room left to get in on. And I'll I'll explain uh, how you can get involved into that at the end of the show. But so that I don't run out of time like I did last week. You know, I'm trying to give you guys a good, clear indication of what the show is going to consist of. Right here in the front of the show and I figure if I do that, I want to make sure that I get to all the things that I want to talk about. And so uh, let's go ahead and get things started with uh, just a little bit of a rundown of, of the topics at hand. First of all, I want to share with you some things that I've seen that are just exciting. Things that other people are doing. You know, I always love it when a client will hire me to consult with them. And there are often times when I have to tell a client, and say, listen, I want you to understand, I there are going to be some things where I sort of am a hypocrite. I'm going to teach you and tell you things. I'm going to coach you to do things that I know should be done, but I don't always do them and execute them. Uh, myself all the time. In fact, I felt so badly about that. That's why I'm trying to make a point to say, hey, here in this episode, these are the things I'm going to talk about. It's something I tell all of my clients you should do. Tell people up front what are the main points because otherwise if you get into the first main point and you never, and, and that one doesn't grab them, chances are they'll just stop listening. But if you tell them that you have four or five topics and they definitely are interested in two, you know, one or two down the road, uh, then they'll at least stick around or fast forward to that section. So that that's an example of this. There's another example of something that I tell my clients to do all the time and that is... Please understand that a good number of your listeners to your podcast have no clue what a podcast is. Matter of fact, there's going to be a very high percentage of people who listen to your podcast on a regular basis that have no iPod, that have no portable media device, or at least that they have no clue. Maybe they do have an iPod. Maybe they do have a portable media media device, but they have no clue that they could actually Get your content and put it on there and take it with them. There are people who are literally bookmarking your website, or if you're on IE, I think it's still a favorite. Uh, But these people are putting you in their favorites list. They're putting you in their bookmarks, and they're coming to you. They don't even have a clue what an RSS feed is. They have no clue. And and the reason I know this is because in four years of doing podcasting, I do a lot of surveys with a lot of my listeners, I actually survey my plus members, but I also do a lot of interaction and through the, through time, one-on-one, I'm actually, I'll have people sign up to become a plus member, a premium subscriber to our content. Um, and, And so they're paying $10 a month, so they have access to everything. And I'm surprised that when those people sign up for the $10 a month, that some of them, when they, when they sign in and they see that there's a whole video that explains to them how they can get the plus member-only content delivered via iTunes using a special RSS feed that's only unique to their username and password. For many of them... That's the first time they ever knew that they could actually subscribe to this and have the content delivered to them. I'm learning that these people are still going to the website and just listening to it from there. And I know this because of the statistics. You know, of course, I've got a. I we've done a pretty decent job at GSPN. Uh, we've done a decent job of converting our audience over to the RSS feed. So, so right now we have about seventy percent of our audience. Uh, actually 60 to 70 percent of our audience who subscribe via RSS, you, most of them in iTunes, and still 30 to forty percent are listening to every single episode via the website using the flash audio player. Um, and, and so so the whole point here, one of the things that I tell my audience is, you know it, it, it is our it is our oper- it is it would be in our best interest to take some time to educate our audience about what a podcast is. Maybe you maybe you do a podcast episode, you know, somewhere where you say, hey, just so you know, this is what a podcast is and this is how podcasting works. Or at least, at the very least, create a page. And, and, and so I talk about this and I share about this and, and it's it just boggles my mind why I haven't done it yet for myself but i haven't i i'm i again i i admit there are a lot of things i know i should be doing but one of my one of the issues that i have is i do so many different things that i you know if if i only had one or two shows i could really hone in and focus on hitting all the things that i believe that should be done but i was really really excited to see what my good friend and client dr thomas lamar had done so. So he basically took this advice of educating your audience about the benefits of subscribing, the fact that subscription is free, uh, that it, that it just means that it's going to be delivered, and how you can use something like iTunes. What is a podcast? You know, you know, pod. You know, there was there was uh, audio files on people's websites well before this thing called podcasting. Um, but anyway. I'll tell you what, I'm going to let him explain it to you, and this is what I'm going to ask you to do. I'm going to ask you to go to SpinalColumnRadio.com, all right? Just go to SpinalColumnRadio.com while you're listening to this. Now, I realize that a ton of you are driving in your car right now. You're on the treadmill. You're doing whatever. That's fine. Just come back later. Go ahead and listen to what you're about ready to hear, and come back and look at the website for this. So if you go to spinalcolumnradio.com, you're going to see on the main page, on the left-hand side, uh, you'll see a picture of Dr. Lamar. You'll see subscribe to our podcast with the RSS link and the iTunes link. And right underneath that, you're going to see a link in blue that stands out just a little bit and it says, what's a podcast? Question mark, question mark, question mark. And when you click on that, you are going to see how you can educate your audience and do it right. Now he has gone out of his way to um, go and find some wonderful graphics. He I think he went over to istockphoto.com and purchased these royalty free um, graphics that he can use. Actually, basically, he pays for the graphics once and he has use of them. Uh, and he wrote up a great, he did some research. And did some great um, research and, and and put together some great wording and explanation of what a podcast is. and and he wrote it all out and it's he, it's done extremely well. And then what he did, is he created an audio file where he read the entire text so people could read about it if they wanted to. There's visually, um, it, it visually capture, captures your attention. It's it's pleasant to look at. This description is, uh, the text is a little bit small for me. I, I I'd, I'd like the text to be a little bit bigger. And of course, I could change that if I wanted to personally by using Firefox to maximize the text. But I'll tell you what. Whenever there's the option to listen instead of read something, especially if it's word for word, you better believe I'm clicking on the play button. And so that's what I'm going to do for you right now. So for those of you who are in front of a computer and you've gone to SpinalColumnRadio.com and you click on What's a Podcast, then you see what I'm looking at right now. And I'm just going to go ahead and click the play button. This is about six minutes in length. And by the way, this is Dr. Thomas Lamar um, doing his own... um, uh, audio
2: recording of what he has written on this page. So here What's you go. a podcast? Before diving into a lengthy explanation of what a podcast is, let's look at the word podcast itself. First mentioned by Ben Hammersley in a 2004 Guardian newspaper article in which he rattled off possible names for this booming new medium, the pod of podcast is borrowed from Apple's iPod digital media player. And the cast portion of podcast is taken from radio's broadcast term. As a matter of clarity, just because it's named after Apple's iPod does not necessarily mean that you have to own or use an iPod, or any portable digital media player for that matter, to enjoy a podcast. Okay, with that out of the way, back to the original question. What's a podcast? A podcast is sort of difficult to explain because there really isn't anything else like it but rather many things that are kind of like it. A good starting point is to think of a podcast as Internet Radio On Demand. It's similar in that you can usually listen to it on your computer, but it's more than that. However, and not to confuse the issue, podcasting isn't confined to just audio, but can be video as well. It has well over 100,000 content-specific channels which are sure to suit just about anyone's interests, and is available on the Internet. So in a sense, it's kind of like a library. With the amount of content that podcasting provides, regular broadcast radio, or terrestrial radio as they call it, simply can never compete. The AM and FM radio band only has so many channels. Consequently, radio stations broadcast their content, meaning that they attempt to appeal to as broad of an audience as possible. Because, after all, this is what advertisers are looking for. But podcasting, by contrast, is not necessarily hamstrung to advertising revenue like its broadcasting cousin. With its specific and specialized content, it is able to narrow cast to only those who choose to listen. So, while a particular podcast audience may be considerably smaller than the audience of a broadcast, one could argue that the podcast audience is much more targeted and interested in the content being delivered. So, in a way, satellite radio, with its ability to provide more channels than broadcast radio, takes a step towards podcasting, but still does not come close. Podcasts are on demand and can be listened to on your schedule, not when a radio station decides to air it. So, it's kind of like TiVo. Each podcast has a website it calls home, like ours at www.spinalcolumnradio.com, where show episodes can be listened to or downloaded for future listening. With downloaded media, you can either listen to it on your computer or take it with you by transferring it to an iPod or any other portable digital media player. So in this way, it's kind of like a small paperback book. But what truly makes a podcast unique and what gives a podcast its casting ability is how it is able to immediately deliver itself to multiple podcast directory websites, such as iTunes, Podcast Alley, and Podcast Pickle, and podcatcher applications like iTunes, Juice, and Zune through a process of syndication known as RSS, Real Simple Syndication. Listeners can subscribe to podcasts most are free, by clicking on its RSS icon or subscription button. Ours is located in the upper left-hand column. The listener is then walked through how to add that podcast syndication feed to a podcatching application of their choosing, or even good old-fashioned email. So when a podcaster releases a new episode, subscribers are automatically notified without having to constantly check back with the podcast website to see if a new show has been produced. And with the pod-catching software, episodes of their favorite podcasts can be automatically downloaded and, if they choose, transferred to their portable listening device, all without having to lift a finger. So, in this way, podcasts are like magazine subscriptions. Podcasts can be produced by just about anyone wanting to share and communicate with the world. They are not exclusive to big-name media. So, you could also say that podcasts are like blogs. <laughs> <laughs> because podcast websites usually have ways for listeners to leave comments about each episode and literally enter into a discussion with other listeners, podcasts are like a community of individuals sharing a common interest. And with an estimated 47 million podcast listeners out there in 2010, that's a pretty hefty community. Kind of cool, if you ask me. Still confused? The folks over at Common Craft have put together a nifty three-minute video that puts it all in plain English. (laughs) Perhaps that's why they've entitled it Podcasting in Plain English. I encourage you to give it a view. It's informative, easy to understand, and entertaining all at the same time.
0: All right. So there you go. Uh, Just a little six or seven minute audio clip of him reading the text on the screen of everything he put together. Now, uh, he and I talked a little bit about it. And yeah, he went a little bit overboard with the sound effects and uh, stuff. But, you know, it doesn't matter. He got his point across. And in fact, you know, there's the, I, hopefully most of us podcasters have seen the podcasting in plain English. If you haven't seen that, then uh, you you'll go ahead and go over to spinalcolumnradio.com/slash, well, and click on what's a podcast, and and even underneath the uh, Common Craft, what you know, podcasting in plain English video. You'll see some comments down there, and I love it. One of the people in his community said, I really haven't been too sure what to do with podcast until now. Your explanation was excellent, and the video was icing on the cake. It's not every day that my chiropractor teaches me about technology. So, my friends, this is what I believe we should all be doing, and I have great news for you. I have very good news for you. All of this hard work is eligible for you to use. So I, I've, I asked um, Dr. Lamar for his permission to see if he would be willing to contribute to the podcasting community as a whole. And so, what this is, this is what is available to you. You can go to his website and grab the entire text. Of what's on his site. Obviously, you know, when it gets to, you know, every podcast has a place on the home and ours is SpinalColumnRadio.com. You'd probably want to update that to maybe your own URL, uh, but you can take all of that text, all that script, and put it on your site. Here's here two stipulations, though. Number one, you may not use those graphics unless you go find those graphics on iStockPhoto.com and purchase those those items for your website. Those are not free graphics. They are not Dr. Lamar's graphics. He paid for a license to use those graphics on his website. He did not pay for a license to have all of you use them on your website. So whatever you do, please do not pull those graphics off of his website. Just go to iStockphoto.com. And you can probably very easily find all of those graphics and purchase a license for yourself. that I, And I'm very serious about that. I, seriously. Uh, graphic artists, it, it is it is a profession, and those people deserve to get paid. And uh, and, and that's one of the things that Dr. Lamar says, listen, I the, the I don't own these images. I paid for them, but you know, just make sure that people don't grab that off my site and just go run with it. So but he says you can actually recreate the entire page exactly like what he has and you can put it on yours so um and as far as the audio you know who knows maybe you can get dr lamar to do his fancy this is what podcasting is uh with maybe a little less sound effects i don't know if he'd be interested in that or not i'm sure you can find his contact information on his website but i think this is an excellent thing and now i said there was two stipulations number one don't steal the images go and buy them okay steal the text cause, well actually not stealing you're borrowing the text here's the other thing attribute the text to him. So at the bottom of your page, just put a little blurb at the bottom says special thanks to Dr. Thomas Lamar for the script above. And just when it when you have Dr. Thomas Lamar oh, and put Dr. Thomas Lamar of Spinal Column Radio. And if you wouldn't mind, just link back to his website. That's the only thing he asks in return, is somewhere at the bottom that you would attribute that back to him. And trust me, this is a beautiful layout. When you see it, it's just like, why aren't we all doing this? I'm asking myself, Cliff, why haven't I done this? You know, why haven't you done this, Cliff? I, I mean, this is crazy. And, and so um, it's going to be on my to-do list. And, and so I think this is, this, is, uh, this, is, this is good stuff. And I just wanted to point that out. I think we should all have this. And uh, make that a part of it all right so next thing here is I've got a little voicemail from or not a voicemail but some audio feedback from Jonathan nation and uh, this came as a result of some email exchanges that he and I have had and when I had responded to him he to him and an email that he had sent uh, he saw my email signature which by the way uh, has Let's uh, so I would actually put my name in the email and just below that I would paste my signature and it's a it's a It's a logo and by the way, let me see if I can find out real quick what the size of this logo is So if I go down to properties uh, It is a 200 okay, so it's hundred and fifty pixels high so my logo is hundred and fifty pixels high Underneath that, it says Cliff J. Ravenscraft, podcast producer and consultant. It's got my phone number on the next line, email address next line, my podcast network next line, uh, consulting equipment sales next line, couple spaces, social networks I put and then these are all separate lines, Twitter link, Facebook link, LinkedIn link, my community forum skip a couple lines then you see mailing lists i have the links on two different lines to the gspn mailing list and the podcast answer man mailing list skip a couple more lines and then you have other interesting links and there are four of them my story in a podcast with a link wikipedia article with a link william paul william paul young's the shack with a link and 48 days to the work you love with a link big huge honking signature And so that prompted Jonathan to
2: ask this question. This is Jonathan Nation, jonathanation.com. Cliff, you emailed me recently, and I picked up on a very large footer. You just have a bunch of links, a bunch of information about you, a bunch of contact points. And first question that came to mind was, why... And the second question would be, what results have you seen? How has it affected your business? How has it affected your relationships, your developing relationships through social media? And how has it affected your podcasting? So thanks for all you do. And I look forward to learning more about why the very long footer and what results you've seen.
0: All right. So there you go, Jonathan. Uh, great question. Um, you know, I, when I first put it together, I kind of wondered, you know, is this going to be, you know, is this a little crazy? The good news is it's always I always put it at the bottom of anything that I expect you to read. So from the top line down to the sign, to the to the little logo, it pretty much you you can read out as much as you want. And then below that, uh, you can ignore the rest of the, the signature if you want to. Now, uh, usually, typically, especially with Gmail, you have these threaded conversations, and so it keeps quoting back. You email somebody four or five times, and you you could actually have all the quoted text from all those emails. And it could, I mean, if you were to print it out, it could be as much as 25, 30 pages of, of paper if you were to print it. So people are used to seeing a bunch of stuff, you know, on down below where they actually physically decide to stop reading anyway, Uh, when they get the content of the actual message that they're looking at right now. So I didn't think it was that big of a deal. I don't think that it's going to cost anybody any extra money with, you know, data, uh, even on our cell phones to, to really get that, you know, you know, what is it? 15. Let's see how, how many links are on here. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13. So 13 links with some text of also about my phone number and stuff like that. So I, I didn't think it was really going to cost anybody any extra money. But let me tell you what it does do. And by the way, if you haven't ever seen my email signature, send me an email and say, hey, Cliff, respond with your fancy signature. And by the way, say fancy signature because sometimes I get a little. Uh, I get a little bit in a hurry and I'll just hit respond and you'll get the text only version without the logo. And that's because Gmail, for some reason, does not have the ability for me to to put the HTML for the for the actual uh, fancy stuff. Uh, If anybody knows of a way to do that with the web based Gmail system where I can do a signature with HTML built in, please let me know. Uh, But anyway, let me let me answer the questions here. First of all, why did I do it? Well, because I have a lot of things that I like to promote and I don't necessarily want to sit there and write it all out all the time. Um, and, and the other thing I know is that I have a lot of people who I'm connected with on Facebook, but not Twitter. People who I'm connected with on Twitter, but that I'm not connected to on Facebook. People who have no clue that I'm on LinkedIn, but they use LinkedIn more than any of the other services out there. Um, I have people who are connected with me and would love to be more. They hear us say, join the community at the end of all of our gspn.tv shows. And they would love to be more involved in the community. But they had they may have no idea that we have a forum, an online forum with hundreds of listeners who interact with each other all the all you know, all the time. And Jerick is in the chat room and she says, at the risk of sounding dumb, what's LinkedIn? Uh, And that's a great question. Um, I'll tell you what, social media serenity would help you out with that one, Shelly. And by the way, um, LinkedIn is just another social networking site, but it was primarily started for businesses to connect or not businesses, but, um, Uh, business people to connect professionally. So it's it's just like MySpace was like the high school kids, uh, and Facebook started out for like the college kids. Well, LinkedIn was the business, you know, people who are professionals connecting, and they're all those lines are all getting blurred these days. So uh, I encourage everybody to have a LinkedIn account. But here's the deal: um, people didn't, you know, I and of course I want everybody to know that you know, hey, I have a mailing list for GSPN, and I also have a mailing list for Podcast Answer Man. And, you know, if you don't know anything about me, um, you know, maybe you're emailing me and it's like, hey, I just found you on Google. You know, can you get me a quote? Well, I hit reply and you go down, it's like my story in a podcast. I wonder who this guy is. And it takes you to gspn.tv slash passion, which will take you to episode four twenty-five of pursuing a balanced life, where it's titled Pursue Your Passion and the Money Will Follow. And and so they get to hear my story of who I am, and and let me just um and of course there's the Wikipedia article, and then there are two series of shows that you know that I think are the you know I I think represent well what I do overall. So with all that being said, that's why. Now, what has it meant to me? Here's what I have found, and and you know. I haven't really sat down and figured out, you know, how many extra things. But if I had to guess, I'm going to say about, I get either a new Twitter follower, a new Facebook friend, a LinkedIn connection, a mailing list subscriber, one of those four things. I usually get one of those four things about 40% of the time whenever I exchange uh, an, an any type of email communication with somebody that is somebody that I've never met before. So basically what happens is there was a long time ago when I used to push all the social networks. Hey, connect with me here. Hey, connect with me here. And I would see big surges um, as a result of mentioning it in my podcast of the number of friend requests on Facebook, for example. But then I saw that kind of tweet, you know, tw- dwindle down a little bit to where, you know, I, I was getting to the point where maybe each week I might get one request. Well, if I now I only sign into Facebook about once a week. That's the only time I sign in. I get email notifications of stuff that happens in Facebook and I will sometimes go back and and you know respond to that stuff. But for the purpose of just checking out and see what's happening in Facebook, for example, checking to see if I have any friend requests that I should approve, um I do that once a week. And now once a week as a result of being using this email signature for about a month now, um I am getting about 30 to 45 friend requests per week. Uh, Twitter, um, well, here's, I'll tell you what, this will be interesting. I don't know if you guys ever have gone to Twitterholic. That's uh, twitterholic.com. And let me just go there real quick. And if I click on anybody, and okay, so it's gonna be twitterholic.com slash gspn. I'll be able to tell you, uh, what's gone on with my Twitter account as soon as it loads here. Sometimes they load a little slow. So give me one second. Uh, there we go. And it's pulling up my graph now. And for those of you who are in the chat room, go to twitterholic.com gsbn, by the way, if you want to see this. Um, friends. Okay, so let's put it this way. October 6, 2009. October 6th of 2009, I had 2,190 friends on, on, uh, connections on Twitter, uh, on December 4th. Okay. December 4th. just, what is that? Just about a month ago, I had 2,320. And then if I go to twitter.com right now and, uh, let's see here. I have 2,499. So, um, you, you see that this is going up. So since October, what is that? Um, 400 new connections on Twitter. And, wh- and I know for a fact, because people are telling me, it's like, hey, I just saw your signature and just connected with you on Facebook and LinkedIn. Or, hey, I just saw this and, and you know, I, I just connected with you on, on you know, whatever. I'm seeing forum requests. I, I will send an, you know, I'll interact with somebody and, uh, you know, they'll ask a question or they'll leave feedback for a show and I'll hit respond and I'll talk with them. And it's the first time I've ever heard them and I'll, I'll start up a relationship with them by asking them questions about, you know, what their passions are and, and stuff like that. We'll, we'll converse via email. And the next thing I know, uh, you know, I, you know, let's just say it's nine o'clock in the morning. I get this and I respond and they respond later and they, then I respond back. And then the next thing I know, usually within about eight hours, I see a request to register for the community forum. So email signatures are powerful. In fact, I am finding that there is a lot of value in email altogether, and I think it was an... Well, I don't think. I know. Email has been an underutilized tool for me personally, and so I am doing a whole lot more with email these days, Uh, and of course, I'm still an inbox zero kind of guy, and I always respect the emails of others and, and the inboxes of others, but... Uh, I I definitely see it as a valuable way to continue to communicate great information and an email signature. Uh, For me, that signature has meant a lot. It has meant a lot. Now, whether or not it's benefited me financially, that doesn't matter. The connections and the relationships that are being formed, all of that is important to me. So, very good. All right, um, because I don't want to run out of time, I'm going to tell you we have a very uh, lengthy little audio clip. I'm going to be able to sit back here in the studio and hang out with people in the chat room for a little bit as you listen to a 24-minute interview with Howard Shepard, who is a, another client of mine. He just launched a podcast called Life Beyond the Assembly Line. Because I recorded this almost a week ago, and I don't remember everything I said, I'm not going to give you a whole lot more than that to set up the audio clip, because I'm sure I, I would just repeating my, be repeating myself again when I hit play. But I do think that I left out the exact things that he did to improve his audio quality from episode one to episode two. And if I remember, I will share that after this. So here you go. Okay, everybody, I have on the Skype with me right now, I have my good friend and a current client of mine, Howard Shepard. Howard, how are you? I am awesome, Cliff. How are you? And uh, happy 2010. Happy 2010 to you as well. You know, folks, I'm I'm recording this with Howard because I just wanted to highlight something that is a major breakthrough and a brand new podcast that he's launched. Um, Howard, get, I'm going to go ahead and give you the opportunity to plug since you are here on uh, Podcast Answer Man to tell us a little bit about what your podcast is and and why you're excited about it.
1: Sure. Well, uh, I am certainly excited about it. And and first, let me thank you for giving me the opportunity. Uh, plugs are always good, my friend. Um, It is called uh, lifebeyondtheassemblyline.com and essentially as a child of uh, parents and grandparents that were in an automotive world here in the metro Detroit area, I saw the entire gamut of the goods and the bads that that industry provided. And now in this new century, I'm watching the old agreements that were made with my parents and grandparents and family about you give us your working years and we give you a lifetime of security. I'm watching those uh, old agreements just just disappear. And unfortunately, in this area, there are just a ton of people hurting because of it. Uh, financially, uh, foreclosed homes, things like that based on not being able to adjust with the changing business climate. And I felt so passionate about wanting to help people and talk them through it, essentially. I decided to start uh, the website, start the the podcast, and start speaking about it. And uh, that led me to find you and where we're at today.
0: Excellent. Now, uh, key ingredients here. Number one, I want hear people to hear the one phrase, and I did not set this up. None of this is <laughs> none of this is scripted. We just decided to record this little bit here for podcast answer man. Uh, no more than ten minutes ago, but but That's the right. phrase he just said there, folks, is I was so passionate about this topic. That's why I decided to create this blog and podcast. And of course, um, you know, we could go on and on about that and and I would love to maybe even do uh, a whole series on people who are pursuing their passions in podcasting and and uh, I'll bring you back in for that. But I, the reason for this call right now is to give people a little bit of a of an idea of just how, What I was talking about in the last episode of Podcast Answer Man, which was episode number 141, we had somebody call in, and his name was Gordon Firemark, and he called in, and he said some things, and I'm not sure if he was expecting me to agree with him or not, but he had said some things like, um, I, I think, oh, let me see if I can find it real quick. Okay, so I found it here in my show notes. Uh, thanks to my good friend David Doke, who is now posting some uh, some of my content online for me. Uh, you know, 2010 is the year of delegation, and so I'm thankful to David Doke. By the way, uh, anyway, I, I just looked at the show notes here for episode 141, and here are two quotes that were that Gordon had called in. He says, during his call, he said, uh, "Pretty good is more than enough." and I kind of touched on that in 141 where I said, you know what, you're right. We cannot have paralysis by analysis. You can't say, I'm going to get a podcast out there. I'm going to get a podcast out there and never do it. Sometimes you just got to put something out and pretty good is, and what I said is good enough to get started. Pretty good is good enough to get started. Not more than enough, but good enough. The one thing I forgot to do in episode 141 was to address his second um, statement that he left in his voicemail. So, Gordon, you had also said quantity beats quality every single time. And I really don't agree with that one. Um, Quantity without increasingly improved quality will not win in the long run it, it will fade out and it you'll get buried by all the other podcasts that come into your genre who eventually sound a great deal better than you do and uh, as i'm recording this my studio line is going crazy so uh <laughs> anyway you gotta love social little, media little note to everybody out there um make sure that when you're recording stuff you turn all your ringers off but anyway uh, so no, qual- quantity beats quality every single time. The quality is just as important as your content. And I really do believe that. But I do agree with everything Gordon says when sometimes you just got to put it out there. In fact, I will just t- say that that Howard, the, the reason why I'm excited about bringing you on today is because you are a perfect example of where Pretty Good was the perfect thing to get you launched with your podcast
1: I am a case study in perfectionism I think if you look that up on Wikipedia you'd probably find a thumbnail of me Um, and I really appreciate you know my uh, folks in my inner circle you know you being one of those uh, kind of pushing me to get this done because I would have never done it I would have just sat for a month and tried to tweak and and re-record and you know start over again and and scrap it and you know not that I'm a fan of you know mediocre either, far from it. But when you look at at the beginning, the first steps of any process, you know you've got to crawl before you walk, you got to walk before you run. And for me, the growth part of this process for me, as you learn, you teach, as you teach, you learn, that type of thing. Yep. Um, I've had to learn that I need to let it go, forgive myself a little bit for not being this model of perfection, and Find a happy medium of, okay, it's good. Let's get going. And then step two is your best next time will be better than your best today.
0: That's exactly right. That's where I'm at. And so and, and that's it. And, and Gordon, I, I, I believe that Gordon and by the way, Gordon and I have not spoke uh, since since I released 141. I'm, I'm interested to see what Gordon will come back with. But uh, we're, and I'm recording this the, the day after recording episode number 141. So I haven't had a ch- chance to interact with him yet. But I know Gordon would agree with all of all of this, or at least I think he would. I think you would, Gordon. If you disagree, <laughs> say, "Cliff, you're totally wrong." I'm unsubscribing for your podcast. How horrible! Uh, you're just you're just trying to you're just worsening this things, and nobody's ever going to start their first podcast because you keep telling them it has to be good quality. But this is this is this is exactly why I wanted to bring Howard on. So so let's give people the timeline here. Uh, you and I just recently started working together. Um, yes, you were referred to me by I believe jo- Justin Lucas Savage. Is that correct? Actually, it
1: was. Uh- I heard of you the first time through the 48days.net community, and, but
0: I was actually referred to you by Brent Green. Oh, okay, great. That's right. I remember that. You know, if I would have looked up my rise account, I, I would have saw say. that. <laughs> it's all written in there. So so anyway, you were referred to me by Brent Green. Uh, by the way, thank you, Brent Green, over at um, pursuingmeaningfulwork.com, which is another great uh, career and pod, uh, coaching podcast.
1: Yeah, absolutely. But,
0: but anyway, um, so you referred to me by him. Now, if I'm not mistaken, but you already had purchased an Edaroll R-09 HR recorder before starting to work with me. Is that correct? Yes. I've been a student of
1: Podcast Answer Man for a while. I, I found you... Um yeah, I don't know, maybe a couple months ago, but I was one of those that, you know, downloaded every old episode and, and listened from the beginning when your logo was just a big smiley face, you know? Yeah, and yeah. I, I learned this stuff along the way, and, and as I believe in being debt-free and all that, I've been, you know, selling stuff on eBay, saving my, my shekels, and I I bought some of the equipment just to get going, and I have more to go, but again, baby steps. Right. So I did have the Adderall.
0: Yes. Excellent. And I want to let people know that Howard purchased that and he didn't purchase it from me, which is not a big deal. It, I mean, I certainly sell audio equipment, but it, I mean, I never am offended if somebody goes somewhere else for anything. So Howard had purchased this Adderall when he hired me. He out of the gate just hired me to help him get started to get launched and get his podcast up and running and and his, um you know, get him set up for his feed burner feed and get him submitted to iTunes and 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 just to get the basics. And how do I produce? and get the stuff online, where do I host? And that's what we did uh, last week. Uh, we did yep. that last week. After our very first session, you got so excited about the fact that now you know how to publish an episode online. Before we had our second call, which was the next day, you went ahead and recorded your first episode. Yes, I did. And what I want to do is I want to just play in a little bit of an audio clip of that. Now, this is this is Howard using his Edirall recorder and nothing else. This is just using the Edderall Recorder, and this is what that first episode is, and I'm gonna say that this is a pretty good episode for episode number one, and it is good enough to get started. And, and have a listen to the quality, the audio quality of episode one, and I'm gonna mute the Skype channel here just so they can hear it in full in full detail.
1: You know what though, looking back, it was the best thing that ever happened to me. It woke me up to the reality that nobody is irreplaceable Furthermore, it forced me to take full and complete responsibility for my own destiny. You know, in the automotive world, there is a bit of an idea of entitlement. I'll just say it. Um, it, it I think it's it's something that we can dive into deeper later down the road. But I think that a lot of people uh, have some, some awesome skill and, and you know, ability and, and i think in that environment it really taught people to do as little
0: as possible to get by and get the paycheck all right so there you go that was the audio quality of episode 1 and i just want to say number 1 f- perfect first episode for anybody in going into new p- podcasting new media the reason why is because you recorded and you recorded your heart it wasn't scripted it wasn't overthought out it was it was just your passion coming through the microphone that's it now what i will say is that you know okay i knew that you had the Eterol because we had had that conversation already and i'm like Mm -hmm. okay let's now during our second phone call our second consultation i said let's talk about this audio quality let's talk about what we can do without having to add a lot of other equipment let's let's talk about what you can do with what you have and really take this to the next level. So do you want to share some folks? Because I I shared a lot of different opportunities, a lot of different options that you could choose to increase it. But tell me specifically what you did differently out of all the different options that I gave you. Just share the one thing you did do with your Edderall recorder that jumped you from episodes one audio quality to what I'm about to play in episode number two.
1: Well, I, I did a few things that you suggested, but the main thing I would say is is all about mic placement, placement of, of the actual, because I'm using the actual condenser mics in the Adderall versus, you know, uh, an external mic at this point, and it was all about placement of the mics, placement of the of the recorder. Um, I reset all my my input uh, levels based on what you had suggested. I, I was using, I believe, the automatic gain control. I turned that off. And I was just very careful to uh, maintain a, a certain, you know, distance from from my mouth to the recorder through the whole thing. I I didn't move around. I made sure and you know turned my my iPhone on airplane mode and all those kind of things. And I just I really concentrated on being still and 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 being cognizant of that. And I just started, and uh, it. it It made a huge difference, in my opinion.
0: Well, for those of you who are listening to this, I want to just, again, and and Howard, I'm going to mute you for just a moment, and I'm going to do this. So I just muted the Skype channel here, and again, here's a little sample from episode one. You know what, though? Looking back, it was the best thing that ever happened to me. It woke me up to the
1: reality that nobody is irreplaceable.
0: Okay, so there you go. That's the audio quality of his episode one. Now listen to this. This is episode two.
1: What... My goal is here, as we walk through this series, we're going to talk about all these different things that will hopefully help you to make a decision for you and for your business and for your family to go a different direction, to find, it doesn't even have to be a different direction. It can be in the career that you have, but to find fulfillment and passion and happiness in that career. That is, is the biggest thing. There
0: you go. Wow, night and day difference. Night and day difference.
1: I actually sound like I went through puberty in that second one.
0: <laughs> well, and, and and see this is the this is the big thing that I've been trying to to express in podcast answer man, that there are things you can do to improve your audio quality and it doesn't always mean buying equipment. Now, y- y- the thing is is you the good thing is is that you have a very awesome professional digital audio recorder that allows you to take some of the principles that I have, such as the very large display that easily lets you read where you're always making sure that you're consistently 100% of the time right between negative 12 to negative 6 decibels from beginning to end. Um, You've got great microphones on there. Uh, But you also took some some other things, uh, such as mic placement. And these are things that you can do, and it takes you from sounding like this... You know what, though? Looking back, it was the best. To this. What my goal is here is... And and it, it makes a big difference in the professionalism of the sound. And so I I just want to congratulate you on, on number one, getting out there and getting started. And there was something at the end of your, of your first episode. Um, we don't need to talk about what it was, but there was one phrase that you shared (laughs) that, that, that I had suggested is like, man, if there's only one thing that I would suggest maybe doing slightly different would be not saying this one phrase. Did you ever, did you ever go back and edit that out? I sure
1: didn't. I didn't go back and edit it. What I did is I used my episode two as uh, one of my talking points to correct said error.
0: <laughs> oh, great. Because I, ha- I haven't finished. I have not list the last, listened to the last 18 minutes yet. Because like I said, we, you jumped into the chat room and it's like, hey, and, and I said, we need to talk. We need to get this recorded for a podcast answer, man. <laughs> now, I'm glad that you didn't. I'm glad that you didn't. And, and explain to people why you didn't go back and change episode one.
1: Well, f- for two reasons. One, because I'll be honest with you, I-, I thought about it when I did it. You and I have had this this discussion. When you, you know, in, in your professional opinion, you kind of brought it out like, hey, can I share something with you? I wouldn't necessarily say this. And I thought, oh, there's a double whammy. I know I did it. I was questioning it. You caught it. Uh, that perfectionism knee-jerk reaction jumped right back in. Yep. And you said, "Hey, do you still have the original WAV file?" And I was like, "Yes." And my my mouse finger was clicking. Like, do I go back and 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 edit it? But I thought, you know, if you're going to walk the walk, time time to start, you know? And I just I wanted the first episode to be me with all my flaws yes. and and hopefully some of the good parts. I also wanted it to almost be uh, archival. Like, you know, down the road We can do exactly what we're doing today. I can say, hey, if you want to go into podcasting, great, Uh, check this out. Or um, even in my own brand to say, you know, it's okay to have a mistake in your past. Here's a perfect example. Listen to this and listen to this. You know, we, we can't gauge progress
0: if we're always covering up our footprints. Yes. And so I left it. That's exactly it. And, 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 and in all complete fairness to my friend Gordon Firemark over at the Entertainment Law Update podcast, um, I think that, the, that what you're saying there, what, we're, what this conversation is, this is exactly what he was talking about. I, th- yeah. I think, you know, I, I was being a little dogmatic, and 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 that's my fault, because that's a, that's part of my personality, and it's one of my flaws that just, I let stay in there, you know, I could have actually gone back and said, ah, maybe I was a little harsh on my disagreement with Gordon's statements, and, and I was just playing semantics, and I understand that's a part of who I am, but we just move forward, you know, you go back and you listen to episode number 138 of Podcast Answer Man, where I got all crazy about crushing it, and it's a, it, it is, it's an entire hour, as long infomercial and Mm -hmm. and and so you know it's like well 139 i'll just i'll just address it and i love that you that you didn't go back and change anything i love that you did and since you didn't go back and change it let me just share can i share with people what you said in the first one yeah you said you said at the end of episode one say listen go to my website check it out uh i encourage you to leave a comment and i promise not to sell you anything And it's like, wait a second, you're life and career coach. And yeah, you're all about building community and relationships and and stuff like that. And that is your primary focus. And I know that that's where your heart is. But, That's right. but your ultimate end goal, and it's not nothing to be ashamed of, and you should never be apologetic, you're you're in this to make money down the road too. You want to be That's able right. to sell products and services. So to come out in episode one and say, here's the foundation. You come. I'm going to give you lots of stuff, lots of value, and I promise if you come to my site, I never will sell you something. It's like, no, you don't say that. Yeah, uh, that was a
1: bit of a faux pas.
0: But it's, I, I'm glad you left it in. And I'm glad that you addressed it in episode two. I think that I think that is excellent. And that's exactly what Gordon was talking about. You know, sometimes you just gotta get over the perfection because perfect's never going to exist. You know, right. I've and, never and whole, created a perfect episode.
1: Yeah, I'm sorry to interrupt you there. I, I think the whole issue with social media and and uh you know we we keep talking to poor Gordon he's not even here to defend himself but I think that the great thing about him leaving the feedback and you know you discussed it in your last episode we're obviously discussing it now that's that's the the part and parcel of what this is about it it, it helps everyone to think outside their own personal box their own personal comfort zone and question anything that maybe was a, a set rule you know um that that's important, and it's important for us as we keep improving that we always have to question our own status quo. So, exactly, I, I love the fact that he brought it up, and that that you know we don't always necessarily agree. How how boring would it be? Exactly,
0: know? that's exactly it. And you know, even in even in this little interview uh, or not so little interview now, um, during this, I mean, the phone rang, the studio line rang, and then all of a sudden, I'm like, okay, I turned the ring off real quick, and it's like, oh man, they called my Google Voice number, so my cell phone's now ringing. Oh, yeah. But am I going to go back and edit that out of this? No, not at all. It's a part of now. Is it is this going to be is this pretty good? Yeah. Is this good enough? It is. Could it be better? Yeah. The next time I do one, why make sure that the studio lines turned off, you know, the volumes turned off and my cell phones muted? Absolutely. It's all I'm always going to improve. You know, but that's right and part of being in in this journey
1: of, of entrepreneurship, free agency, however you, you, you coin it, you know this is what makes us us. you know I'm sitting here uh, it's, it's New Year's Day. You and I are having a great conversation at, at you know just before noon. I'm sitting here in fleece. I got the kids downstairs playing and and you know you're, you're at your home and, and we're this is what makes us us. this some people would call this work. Yeah. And I think you and I call it more of a, of a blessing, you know?
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, Howard, I'm very excited about your entry into the podcast world. I want to congratulate you on the first two episodes of life behind or beyond life beyond the assembly line dot com. I want to encourage everybody out there to go check out life beyond the assembly line dot com and watch Howard's journey. It's always exciting for me. To watch somebody who just started a podcast, who has the the amount of passion that Howard has for helping others, and has a passion that is ter- directed at a niche. This isn't just career coaching. I, a matter of fact, I remember when he first contacted me, he says, "Listen, it's a it, you know Detroit, Michigan." auto workers laid off and and they don't have any clue what to do and they many of them are depressed and they're just going on unemployment they're just they just have no drive anymore they feel like you know that they are entitled to things and, and and I mean this is a, you talking about a niche audience that is that is that's as niche as you can get and but yet here's the thing i have no doubt in my mind People outside of the Detroit area, people outside of the automotive industry, are going to find your content. They're going to hear about your content throughout the community, and there's going to be a major amount of inspiration and encouragement. And your brand will it will grow and extend beyond what your wildest dreams are.
1: Oh, amen! That would be awesome. I, I look at it this way: first, you know, again, thanks for all your help, Cliff. Uh, you know this is, this is, uh, uh, to, to use Brent Green's terminology, your fingerprints are all over this and that's great. But, uh, Detroit is obviously the area where I'm at, but people are people and and hearts are hearts. And, uh, you know, a lack of hope is paralyzing no matter who you are. So, uh, if, you know, for the first time in my life, I'm, I'm chasing relationships versus chasing an income. And, uh, that's what it's about so if i can help someone if i can help you know two people this year then it wasn't a waste you know if i can help 200 even better but that's really what drives me to do this and the rest of it is just it's a vehicle so i thank you for helping me uh drive the vehicle
0: (laughs) it's it's a pleasure and an honor and i thank god every day for allowing me to make a living doing what i love um, it, you know, the, the fact that I got paid to help you do something I would have loved to have done for free anyway, is, it's just a huge blessing in life. And I, and I'm so excited that I'm helping somebody who's helping other people find out how to make that a reality.
1: And by the way, I I, I will try to sell you something if you come to the podcast now, just so
0: you know. There you you go. Go there and buy lots of products and services from my good friend Howard Shepard. And by the way, this is a great little uh, 25 infomercial on how I can maybe help you improve your podcast. So if you're you're talking, there you go. I I won't promise you that I'm not going to try to sell you something. Uh, But anyway, thank you very much, Howard. I, I pray that you have a very blessed and prosperous 2010, my friend.
1: My pleasure. And same to you and your family as well, Cliff. Thank you.
0: All right, folks, there you go. That is the episode. Howard over at lifebeyondtheassemblyline.com. And by the way, uh, setting his the difference in audio quality between episode one and two, go to his website, make sure you listen to it for yourself and just see how it sounds in your own headphones directly off the site. And uh, to be honest with you, it was real simple. Instead of holding the Edirol recorder, you know, 14 inches away from you, hold it right underneath your chin. Not necessarily touching your chin, but right under your chin and speak over top of it. Turn the gain down so you don't have the echo in the room. And night and day difference makes you sound a whole lot more professional. Something simple like that can have such a drastic change in audio quality. Now it's time for me to try to sell you something Folks, last week I mentioned that I was going to be uh, working on putting together the site for the webinar series, the uh, Podcast Answer Man Boot Camp webinar series. It's all online. You can go to podcastanswerman.com slash online training. That's right, podcastanswerman.com slash online training, all one word. And you will see all the different uh, webinars there if you click on the titles it'll take you to the page where it gives you a full description by the way the only I mean all of these look like they will sell out uh, before the event the only one that concerns me is this first one because I was late to the game Uh, you know the first one's happening this Saturday and it's probably the mo it, it would be the most popular one had I given it enough time but anyway this Saturday is the Premium Membership Model webinar. This is where I'm giving a behind-the-scenes look of how and why I created the Plus mo- Membership Model, how it is that I, I uh, keep certain content and make it only available to people who pay the $10 a month. I'm gonna show you how I use PayPal, to set those subscriptions up. I'm gonna show you how I do username and passwords, how each person gets their own unique RSS feed. Um, I'm gonna show you how I keep track of it, what software I use to manage those membership passwords and usernames, all of that. I mean, mean, I'm giving you a complete behind-the-scenes look. And uh, right now, we have six of 14 tickets sold, so there's still plenty of space and I'm hoping that this podcast will get out right away. In fact, this is going to be the first one I actually post online today to get it out to you. So if you are interested in that, go to podcastanswerman.com slash online training. Uh, there's only two days left before that one starts. And so uh, I'll tell you what. If you come to the class and you get one other person to come with me, I'll give you half off. How's that? You get You bring one other person to the class with you. I will give you half off. And if you've already registered and paid, I'll, I'll I'll make sure we take care of it. So I want to book this class. It is important to me. The other ones I have no doubt are going to get booked simply because there's plenty of time for me to continue to promote those. And to be honest with you, they're all halfway booked anyway. So looking forward to it. Podcastanswerman.com slash online training. Until next time, join the community.
2: God bless y'all.